Welcome to Murder Moose. Moose. Oh, that already happened, right? Oh, sorry. That no, I mean, I, I always put it in at the very. I love end. it. I fucking love yeah. it. It blends in now. It's so perfect. Rod, yeah. you're a genius. I do what I can. I don't know about genius, but I I try I try to to you know. You're a genius. Take you it. Know, it. I'm trying. I'm trying, Josh. I don't take compliments very well. I take hey, them as like. I love like, you, Rod. I love you too, Josh. Uh, hey, you. wait! I love my you, name man. is Josh, and this is Murder Moose. Murder Moose, part of the Slashing Cast Podcast Network. Holy <laughs> I said and sheep. Sheep. It is. Uh, it's actually. It's kind of amazing. Josh and I went on the. We've had guests on this podcast, but we went four weeks in a row with guests, and so. Uh, this is me and Josh flying solo for the first time in a while. So, and I don't think I have any direct plans or guests at this moment. I mean, we're always open, right? Um, it's awesome. I, uh, this is what I love about our show, though, because it's fun. We have a shit ton of fun. If you couldn't yep. tell, we fucking love doing this. But yep. we try to make it the exact same situation while we have guests on. We're not changing yep. a thing. We're here to yep. bullshit. We're here to have fun. Yep. We're here to talk about some really cool fucking indie and foreign movies. That's it. And yep. like when people come on, they have their own things where they like they put in a lot of time and effort into like note taking, blah, blah, blah. Do whatever you got to do. We're not going to hold you back yep. from what you want to do. Yeah. But everyone has such a fun time that everyone has said, I can't wait to come back. Yeah. Every well, single it, one of them. And I love yep. that so much. And I can't wait to yep. have them all on again, too. It's just yep. it's a fun time, man. I mean, it, it was funny because uh, Katie talked about it last week where she does her, Katie hasn't seen that, and she's, like, taking notes the whole time. And she's like, I don't need to take notes. And we're like, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> not if you have want, like I mean, if I, you want, we're not going to we're not going to hunt you down and, like, kick you in the shin for taking notes. But, yeah, it's it's not completely, which, which is only the only problem that en- ends up coming to it. Sometimes I'm like, well, did this happen at this point or this? And I, I don't even think taking notes is going to change that because you're like with my ADHD brain and your ADHD brain, we're both like like bouncing off the fucking walls and going, oh, okay, maybe. Yeah, but I, I got to bring something up though because you, if anyone knows, I've talked about it several times. My favorite movie of all time has a significance to this day because of the movie because on this day – in uh, 1988, Zero Cool crashed yep. 1,507 systems in one day. The biggest crash in history. Hack yeah, the fucking I saw, planet. <laughs> I, I saw that on Twitter today, and I was trying to conf- like figure out what like it had to do with like dates and time. Because I've got a record. Um, I was Zero yeah. Cool. Zero. God, it, zero that movie cool. is that movie is as 90s as you can oh get, God. man. It, it so is like good. 90s dripping. He's got 90 sweaty, drippy balls, and <laughs> it's it's perfect. And and then Josh would, it's so 90s, would chop his 90s neon. You know, it's so 90s that its penis has, like, you would, like, a boner, and you would, like, wrap it with one of those wrist wrap things that you from the 90s. Where you, I like, have you one would of those sl- just over there because I got two daughters. So, like, yeah. I don't put it, it on his dick. No. <laughs> Why not? You put it on the 90s dick because Hackers is that 90s. That's why. 
That's why, Josh. That's why. Are you um, bringing up chopping dicks already? I mean, we're we're dude. We're like three and a half minutes in. We're 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 way into chopping dick territory. Chop, chop. Josh keeps coming to my Twitch stream when I'm playing like samurai games, and he's like, "Are you chopping dicks?" And I'm like, "Yep." If you have a dicks. samurai sword, you better yep. be fucking chopping dicks, or else you're uh, doing it wrong. We've you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. I know. I wrong. know. You're doing it when you take an opportunity to chop off a dick. So and you don't do it. There's a. Did you watch the new uh, Suicide Squad? Yes, and I fucking yes. loved it. Fucking a. I'm so like Ben and I. So Ben was on the show a few weeks ago. Uh, ben and I went to the theater the day before it came out because it's every movie just comes out on demand yeah. now. But we yep. we make sure to go the day before, so at least we're seeing it before everyone else. Yeah, uh, and go on the Thursday night. There's still eight people. Eight. It's a. It's a. It's the Suicide Squad. I thought, if anything, yeah. oh man, this is gonna be a crowd. I might be uncomfortable. Eight fucking people that's it like is our theaters yeah. going under man like is this the thing uh, the wave of the future well, the thing i don't know if you saw it there were people talking about it this weekend and it was like well why did suicide squad bomb at the box office because no one's going to the fucking movie theaters it's like every single like i feel like all these theaters are sitting there now and like that you would have like you know say your, your screen your your movie theater has 12 screens like it's all like now like you have big theaters and like seven people, like seven screens are showing Fast Furious Nine, right? Like, yep. and, like, and that's all. They they don't have like variety and stuff, and so and there's still a comfortable like thing. And we're in the midst of a surge, also with the, the whole Delta variant. I mean, the U.S. is so fucked yeah. right now because of like everyone in this country is a fucking idiot, or <laughs> not everyone, a large percentage, like oh, yes, nearly right. half of this population are fucking morons. So I bet there's a bunch of people who are just stay. I think there's, and there's like the smarter people are hesitant still about going out. I mean, I don't go out very much to this point and I've been vac the vaccinated since I got my second shot on like May 1st. Like it's been a long time. So I think that all has a lot to do with it. And also why am I going to pay 30 bucks to go see it? Like with me and my wife, when I have HBO Max and I could just go watch it on HBO Max, I if, I watch if, it the if, next day again for free. Yeah, like if, so. Yeah, if Alamo Draft House was open, I would probably be going to watch these things where I could. Um, but man, I have to say, there's a couple things I love John Cena as a as yes. a peacemaker so much. Um, it's one of my favorite things ever. Uh, even though he's kind of a dick. Sylvester in movie Stallone opponents. stole that fucking movie, though. I know the I shark see. was, but he had. He, he has hand. You could see James. Uh, whoa, yeah, Gun. James. Huh? Gun. James yep. Gunn's uh, like isms all over that. Like I, I came up obsessed with his movies. Like no one went and saw. Um, what the fuck? Super. No, 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 or not Slither. Super. Slither. Slither? No one went and saw Slither when I did, but I've always been a huge horror buff. Like, that movie theater yep. was not packed. And he did the same thing that he did in Slither in this, where the slugs, but now they're starfish, attach and make yep. you zombies. And I love that. It's such a James Gunn-like ism. And then yeah. he did the thing where he he did the Groot thing so well in Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. that he did the shark thing so well in this one. He has his, like packages of what he knows he can accomplish in his writing yeah. producing directing bag yeah. of tricks which is now so huge and so prof i don't know like he he just gets what an audience wants 
to yeah. see, especially in an R-rated film because yeah. of his background with horror and stuff. So the fact that he got to just make a James Gunn film was perfect. Yeah. It was perfection yeah. for all the characters, the ones he killed off, how fast, how funny, and the ones that didn't die and <laughs> you thought died. Yeah. Hilarious, man. Like yeah. he, he yeah. freaking knocked it out of the park. Loved it. He he killed it. It's visually the guy can like aesthetically the guy just has an eye for movies. I mean, we all know that, but then like it's stuff like the comedy, like he sets up these like jokes that are I don't know if how many people directing nowadays can pull him off to have the patience that he does like to tell these jokes. Like we're not spoiling anything, but the Harley Quinn with the the dictator scene is like it's like that that like you keep waiting and waiting and waiting for it and then yeah. like and you're the like the payoff is so good. Yeah, yeah, and it's the payoff and he does that and he does that over and over again and like uh the the characters in that movie that are so good like the the polka dot man was amazing also. I really love his whole story arc in that movie. Um King Shark obviously is uh, like the best character and then Idris Alba who is also playing He's Knuckles. He's awesome in everything it, it, he does they so. announced today he plays knuckles in yeah the sonic, sonic 2 movie. yeah i'm stoked um, man it's so good and just like i mean harvey harvey played by uh what do you call her is just so she's amazing it, she's always been awesome in, in that character this is the third time she's played uh played uh Har harley so it's like it's there's just so much of that movie and he just was allowed to be him and had I think this is the the thing Warner Brothers for the first time and I don't know how long because it was James Gunn didn't go and stick their fingers in and interfere which was one of the reasons why that movie's so friggin well done so yeah yeah it's uh it was Warner uh, Brothers is uh usually like known for meddling as well yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean yeah. that's that's the David Ayers thing where he's so pissed because they fucked with his final cut of that movie the original Suicide Squad movie so badly um, and because, and I believe it because that movie wasn't like everything else that guy had done was good, man. F that Fury movie was like a little hard to watch with like, it's very intense, but like the tank movie with Brad Pitt and Shiloh LaBeouf and everything like that was Shiloh a pretty LaBeouf. fucking <laughs> Shiloh LaBeouf. I don't know what the fuck his name is. The crazy kid. Uh, <laughs> you can do it. That the guy, the, he's just a, like a walking gif meme at this point, but he did that yeah. on purpose and it yeah, worked for him did. though. Yeah, it did. Um, so yeah, it's a lot, but like, man, they—he uh, really did kill it. And uh, I watched something else this weekend, Josh, and I have to say, um, I saw Spiral. The oh, you finally saw, watched it! I finally watched it, and I have never called out a killer as quickly as <laughs> I did in that movie. I swear to God, I'm sitting there and like the character who's the like the bad guy in the movie walked in and i'm like that's him and <laughs> i was a thousand percent correct and i'm like god damn it guys and i think you it pointed was out, oh yeah i pointed out a whole bunch of yeah, bullshit with that but movie. but chris rock is acting is just a roller coaster because there's there's scenes where i'm like oh hey yeah because he did good in um fargo like it's a yeah. very similar character but you can tell the the whole team with fargo just is better directors than yeah. what kind of spiral had to work with, I guess, or yeah. just the whole team in general. Fifth season, yeah. uh, everyone else that's in that movie's um, or uh, show is amazing as well. So, like, 
seeing him go from Fargo and me being like, I still don't 100% believe him because he's this skinny Chris Rock. And yeah. I can't ever take him seriously as being like the tough yeah. guy that you're going to be like, oh, no, don't hurt me. Yeah. It's yeah. Chris Rock. Like he, yeah. he might break his arm if he tried to slam it down on a desk or something. Yeah. And and like he he's like he fucks with it. like he's always just like, no, I'm the, the standalone detective, blah, 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 the whole movie. And you're like, but you're Chris Rock and you got this weird goatee beard thing. And like, I don't know if I. But yeah. I like and, parts of it. Like some yeah. of the gags were really well done. Yeah, uh, I didn't, but that's like you know whatever. I didn't hate the movie. I just was like, it, when you call something that early on, I'm just like, you God, guys, you made it so fucking obvious, and it's just like, ugh, it just sucks because I, I, I really hate that you took a franchise that really was. I mean, it direct it like what it did with that movie. The original Saw kicked off James Wan and and what do you call him? Um, the other guy, whatever his producer. name is, no, the other director guy, the guy who oh. was the uh, other guy, like chained down, the guy who directed uh, Upgrade and all that stuff, Ali and and Invisible yeah. Man. He did Lee some Parnell. of the Insidious yeah. movies and stuff. He didn't he do the yeah. one of the Conjuring ones now too or something? I don't know. I don't know. He did I don't a whole, think he's he done did. a whole bunch. He did. But yeah. He did Invisible Man and whatever. Oh right, Upgrade. Yeah. yeah, which was Ali, awesome Lee, too, by the way. Yeah, yeah, but um. But and then you take it and then you just became into like the most like milking a franchise. I mean, it it's up there like Saw is almost up there with. It's I I kind of can compare it to like Halloween almost like yep. it's it's better it, it was handled better than like. Say like Hellraiser like Hellraiser movies are just garbage after two and two two has questionable endings, but like <laughs> that movie just like this series like as a whole is just like iffy at best for most of those movies yeah, and you're totally. just like eh. so um so that was like a lot with the, it was those two things i mean uh it i i saw there was a lot being added to uh to shutter i'm gonna have to check out this weekend uh they've added a lot of werewolf movies actually which is kind of cool so there's a lot to go in in there and then i got a, a screener for a movie called sleepwalk kill which i'm interested to go check out because i think they started following me on twitter because of horror stuff and then they gave up they were sending out uh horror like these codes so maybe we even talk about that at some point but i would like to i have watch a screener to go watch tomorrow for uh free guy free guy oh free the guy. ryan reynolds movie. i i saw yeah. uh i watched part of a review for it and it sounded pretty good so i'm, I'm it's like, cool i this dude, uh, I like the cast. I like the premise. Yeah. Ninjas in it, so hey, let's go uh, see Ninja. Yeah. <laughs> Does it mean there's no women in the movie because Ninja doesn't work with women? <laughs> <laughs> His wife was probably on set the entire time, going, "Don't look at her. Yeah. Why are you looking at her?" No, <laughs> yeah. is that yeah. is that their relationship? Is that what what's going I, on there? I have no clue. I don't know. The years ago, years ago. Yeah, they, I know the. I know the, 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 the. Yeah, that happened and everything. So. Yeah, it was a lot of shenanigans, but yeah, that movie does look good. It does. Um, and we're getting here, man, and it's August, and so we got a couple of the the big horror movies that are coming out here pretty soon. I mean, we got Halloween Kills, which, yep. as you said, has like we've already seen it. So yeah, <laughs> I hope. <laughs> I, I really, I really, really hope that that movie does like it is good because that trailer was one of the most like. I've never seen a trailer that for a horror movie 
show that many kills. I like never, never. Not and once. I've, yeah, I was and... like, that looks. Wait, done. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. looks like, like I've seen the movie. What the fuck? <laughs> why did you took out you took out the gore stuff that us horror hounds want and uh, and you uh, you put it all in a two minute trailer? Huh? What? What? So yeah. At least um, the sounds were good. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, we talked about it plenty. This that movie is hopefully is dope because they got one more coming out next year. So I mean, that's the, and then we'll see. We should probably take bets on how long it's going to take before Halloween. There's another Halloween reboot franchise. Yeah, reboot well, look again. At Batman, like they can't not do a Batman, so they're doing a Batman because the Batman one they already had on slate pulled out but now ben affleck's like oh yeah i'll be batman again cool for the flash movie and it's like wait there's already another batman movie in the works so now there's like every batman coming back because spider-man's doing it and warner brothers is like fuck we got to double down we got to find a way to multiverse this shit (laughs) yeah we got the whole michael keaton being batman again i'm i'm really stoked birdman which is Back Which is funny, Batman. yeah. I'm I was gonna say because if you've never seen Birdman, it's just basically Batman without calling him Batman. And, yeah, and, and I love it. It's yeah, um, but yeah. So there's a lot going on, man, and we have a uh, a lot of interesting things coming up to talk about. So he's old Shoot. now. He could just be called "I hurt my back, man." <laughs> I hurt my back. <laughs> like, that's why you set up the whole like Batman 2099 or Batman yeah. Beyond. Yeah, Batman Beyond. 2099 is a Spider-Man thing, yep. Marvel thing. I and think, they're doing that too. Are they doing that too? I don't yeah. know. Like I know they're doing the the they're doing the uh, they're doing the second into the Spider Verse, and then they're, they're doing, doing 2099 the, as well. Yeah, I didn't know about that. Yeah, I don't know, man. There's so much shit going on. There's so much shit going on. So, I also started watching uh, Sweet Tooth over the weekend, and I. Uh, it, it, the show it was cool and like beautifully done. We only watched one episode, but man, I was like, this show might be a little too depressing for me right this exact second because it's it's got this very bummy, like it's an apocalypse TV show, right? Like okay. so everything is fucked up. So, but I've yeah. been watching Ted Lasso, That's which I heard funny. really good things out. Oh, yeah. such a good! It's like the easiest breeziest show to watch. Like Apple did a great job. It's only like. 28 minute, you know like 30 minute show so you're just yeah. like super bingeable he's such a lovable character and like every other character i don't know it's just it's really yeah. like nice light snack of a show any new horror things you've d- dove into over the last week or so what did i watch josh um, is like also, Suicide fuck that, Squad. Yeah. Fuck, fuck that random dude who's gonna get to be the host of uh, uh, Jeopardy, who wasn't Lavar Burton. Fuck him. He sucks, and he is supposedly a creep too, and nobody's ever heard of him. Well, I watched and... Jungle Cruise, which is not horror, but you know, yeah. it was it was I heard Disney. Th- that is actually uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, The Rock's highest rated movie of all time. So, and he's it's because okay. he's finally not the rock for once. I don't I mean, isn't he always the rock? No, the, they didn't like rock him up. They just made him yeah. like because if you have Emily Blunt in a movie, she's gonna outshine fucking everyone with how good she is at yeah. just being in anything. So like she's fucking be- Emily Blunt. Like you can't 
you can't outshine her. She's just a shiny golden goddess. I yeah, that that's why everyone like asks, uh, what do you call him? Like John Krasinski. How did she marry you? (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, okay. So let's dive into our movie for the week. We are talking about this week. Uh, the the Shutter exclusive, I guess, is how to put it, because Shutter Shutter does this thing where they they both like sponsor movies, but they also like pay to get them to released on there, and then they like also like will like after a movie's been around for a while, will sometimes just pay it and like and they'll say streaming only on Shutter. But this is a I think Shutter did something with the rights to streaming it like and uh, it didn't is... they do that with uh some other ones too but yeah this one's vicious fun sorry i cut you off uh vicious no you're fine fun. vicious i think fun. a lot i think they've done that with like the stuff we've talked about i think the dark and the wicked is like that the yeah. uh, anything for jackson was like that which which who has a recur- reoccurring character on here that we were talking about before we started uh it's got the uh jillian, jillian richings. richings yeah he's uh, uh okay He's in so many Canadian movies. This is another Canadian one from my boys, the Black Fawn Films boys. Yep. They're rad. I love. I, I, I think. Well, I've said this before. If you haven't heard the story, I met them at the Calgary Underground Film Festival when they were bringing through uh, "I'll Take Your Dead," and then yeah. I, uh, separately but not part of Black Fawn Films, they. Some of the producers also produce other Canadian films outside of Black Phone Films. So they were, uh, what are just the distribution? I don't know how it all works because they're a part of Harpoon, which was fucking rad and I would love to do on this show. It is a perfect movie yeah. for, for our platform as well. I would yeah. love to talk. That's the movie that Black Fawn uh, sent me uh, for the 24 hour stream that I did. So I had yeah. a whole bunch of Harpoon, like, uh limited edition like stickers made in vhs with the harpoon thing and like oh nice uh, yeah postcards from the movie and the the blu-rays and stuff to give out um yeah so like the fact that they like i just reached out and they're like hell yeah let's do it man and they sent me a shit ton of swag i just i love them forever for that for helping me out but then yeah on top of that they're creating uh they have this production package for horror that you can yeah. kind of see their the way they do things and the way yeah. they uh, they keep it within like a certain style or budget where it's like yeah. locked off to like one location or a few locations. Yeah. The, the limitations that they do with the writing where, oh, that back door is locked. So you are stuck in this place. It's so well done and it gives uh, an opportunity for you to appreciate the characters a little bit more because they're they get better dialogue and it's more yeah. like it's more driven by what people are saying as well. And I feel like what they started to do in the Oak room, which we did do, uh, I forget what the episode it is, but you can look back and see what we said about the Oak room. That's another yeah. black phone one. This one, uh, I feel like took, it's the same writer, producer, director, Cody Callahan, who did that movie did this. And it's, this one is heavily in a bar as well. They did so well in the Oak Room, but this one steps it up and has way more gore, way more fun. And yeah, I this was a fucking blast, man. I love it. Yeah, it's such a uh, it's man. I love hardcore horror, right? Like I can sit there and go, yeah, this is dope. But it takes something very special for me to like, oh, yeah, I'm going to like 
put like it makes me I'm way more likely to go and watch horror comedies over and over again repeatedly because yeah. I can comedies are like my repeat thing. And man, this movie I I could this is the second time I watched it because I watched it about a month ago or so. And I was like, this movie's a fucking it, blast. The yeah. day it went on Shudder, you're like, wait, you? I heard you say the words vicious fun, so I saw it and watched it. I'm like, fuck, yeah, basically. man, I want to see it. <laughs> I mean, and we did it, and we, this is yeah. just a little bit later. Um, and the guy is, what I was saying before, the, the Bob from this movie, Ari uh, Moline, Melon, he was also, he was the... Uh, he was the uh, bartender. Yeah, he was the bartender in uh, the Oak Room, and dude, this guy is his fucking acting chops between that movie and this movie are just so fucking good because he really this movie like he gets we're, to we're do gonna, it. He gets to yeah. go and do a few different things in this movie but, and like yeah. show his range too. It's awesome. Yeah, he. He was really serious in that movie in Oak Room, but this movie he's just doing like all the killers in this movie because there are multiple killers are very like purposely cliche characters because of what is going on with it. Here, and I'll, he, I'll, I'll say the the synopsis so it, it makes a little more sense. Let me let me say real quick. Yeah, yeah. And his his thing is because I was gonna forget if I don't. If it, yeah, like, yeah, no, do it. His his thing is he's basically Christian Bale in American Psycho, and it's fucking perfect it's because nice. the the, yeah, yeah, the fucking is a the coat and yeah. ev- all that stuff is yeah so yeah so okay, i love that go scene. ahead and read the synopsis yeah <laughs> uh, josh okay. josh Wait, got confused we... yeah i don't know the new imdb is weird this is what we're getting to uh-huh uh okay joel wait what's that second word <laughs> i don't uh, acoustic, acoustic, nineteen eighties film critic from National Horror Magazine. Oh yeah, a National Horror Magazine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> finds himself unwittingly trapped in uh, a self help group for serial killers. With no other choice, Joel attempts to blend in or risk becoming the next victim. And it's I love that. Just that premise in general. It's yeah. it sounds like. Because he's the the critic writer for the the horror magazine, uh, it sounds like one of the stories that he thought up in the movie itself. Yeah, is the premise of this movie. It's so it's so funny. Yeah. Like the opening scene where you meet him, and he's like, he's being like a like us. We're just like fi- we're we're film critics like, for the horror genre specifically, yeah. and. <laughs> I just love that it opens up with him being such a fucking prick to the the producer that's obviously made just yeah. shit movies for the last like yeah. three or four, and he's just like, "Come on, man, fuck you! You should be doing a Taxi Driver, yeah, Taxi Driver." Like, <laughs> starts coming up and, with an idea. It's so funny. the the best part about that is like he's like sitting there and he's like, "Why is nobody doing this?" And he's like, he's like, he's like giving this guy this producer dude shit. Because he's like, oh, all your movies are just slow-moving mo- killers. And he's like, you need to do a taxi driver. And the fucking taxi driver works with every single character up until Bob comes in. Yeah. And Bob's like, but don't you have to, like, dispatch and, like, you know, tell them where you're taking people? Or he's like, uh, uh. And it's, it's so good because it's like, there, it, it, it works perfectly in the universe because Bob, at some point, they're like, has 180 IQ. And it's like, it's, they so well sell this, like it, 
it's funny because you have this universe where like these characters are all very very like different and basically you have the characters in this serial killer you know you know help self-help group are all very like they're stereotypical like one of the guys is like basically jason or michael myers yeah. or something like that he's a big old brute um you have like the the asian assassin who like is like lies in wait you have like the bob character who's very american psycho like i said um you have you have a uh an accountant guy who's very like oh he's like boring and normal and then and then he dresses up like a cat clown like he's like john wayne gacy kind of thing but that's and julian Riching. Yeah, like he's yeah. he's so good in everything i've ever seen yeah. him in especially these yeah. canadian movies i feel like uh ari millen stepped it up even more probably because he was in the room and it's like he's canadian like royalty to me or he's not yeah. canadian i keep saying canadian royalty but just like I feel like yeah. he's an honorary Canadian to me, and well, he's I also all, yeah. I, I also Go love ahead. that we have uh, the classic on this show. It happens so freaking often. This insanely stupid cop like trope yeah. is played to a <laughs> T in this yep. one again, and yeah. I just I, I had to bring that up. I love it, it so much. The one cop is basically like the viewer too which is hysterical he's like he's the one who's kind of like explaining horror to the yeah. other cops and stuff like that and you're just like oh my god and he's it's quite it's, de- yeah it's quite it's, delightful when you combine horror with other uh, elements or other genres. genres yeah it's just like oh my god i fucking love it and i they they it's this movie like Black Fawn knows their wheelhouse so well, like from these two movies, like that, like they're just like, okay, we're going to do this where we're going to just, we know exactly what we're going to do. We know exactly what kind of budget. I mean, we talked about it. Like they did the Oak Room. They did two bars by doing a rotating set just yeah. to save like on money and do all I this stuff. I love that we know do, that. Yeah. yeah. Like they, they DM'd us after listening to the episode and we're like oh that's awesome blah 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 this is how we did that and this is how we did that and i'm like oh i would love some behind the scenes photos to see that they're like coming right up and then their feed after that was like awesome behind the scenes photos of the set of everything i that's freaking yeah dude it's it's funny because like I, i think it was joe bob on on the uh the in search of darkness part two documentary that's on shutter. He's talking about with horror comedy, it has to be like 30% horror and to 70% comedy. And because like the, you still need to be like, you know, tense and scared and worried and all that stuff. And this movie nails that, that like balance so well, because you have like, you have this character who the main character is played by Evan Marsh is Joel. And he's such a, you kind of hate him at the beginning of the movie because he's such a fucking, like, unlikable, like, <laughs> like dweeb. Like, he, he, he's in love with his girl, like, his roommate, but, like, like she doesn't want anything to do with him because she just walks all over him. She likes him as a friend, but she's, like, whatever. And he he's just so, like, he's got no spine at the beginning of the movie, right? And this whole experience kind of gives him a lot, and it gives him that, you know you know, just gives him the ammunition or gives him the experience to go in and like be a real person. And he's like, finally, he's not writing about horror, but he's experiencing horror through, you know, everything that happens in this movie. Okay. Um, but 
I just got to bring up something. Psycho Gorman, because these guys are all attached somehow with Psycho Gorman as well. Uh, yeah. Next Black Fawn film is in production right now. It's called Death Valley, and it's written and directed by Psycho Gorman. The guy who played Psycho Gorman is writing and That's... directing the next Black Fawn film. Yes! Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> it is called Death Valley. Bla- Fucking Black Fawn, we... We we need um we need an interview with him. Um, he needs to come on this podcast, and all we're gonna do is call go off about hunky boys for an hour and a half. But like we will talk about the new movie too. But so uh, black fun, we need that to happen now. Um, we we love him, and yeah, but dude, I, I honestly think one of the best scenes in this entire movie, and you can tell me if you agree when the uh, the the. Fritz, the the accountant clown character, yes, played by Julian. He's so walking outside and he does that weird walk because the cop car or the car drove by after, like before, and he's just like he's like and he like does this weird <laughs> little walk, and I'm just like I fucking love it. Also, this movie has some fucking pretty gnarly kills, man. Like yeah, pretty like legitimately gnarly kills, including. The the one that sticks out, I think, a lot is the fucking nail kill is yeah pretty fucking hardcore. It's like it this movie doesn't it's got gore and blood in it, but they do it in a way that like they let your kind of imagination go with a lot of it. And I think that probably saved them on like, you know, again, I don't think any of Black Fawn's like movies have huge budgets, right? They have like, you know, like small to medium budgets, and so they're like well, it's this all small Canadian really. Yeah, exactly. Bills so, as well. So, yeah, but they're doing all these really cool, unique things, and they're doing it while being able to, like, just pulling out like intestines and stuff like that, and yeah. just being able to like you know make it like you know recyclable and recycled in this movie and stuff like that. Uh, but man, I. I, the dialogue in this movie is like really, really good, and we're gonna like we'll probably spoil the plot better in a little bit. But the dialogue in this movie made me laugh so like so many good lines that are just really funny. Like the uh, the whole uh, I I tweeted about it yesterday when I was rewatching it. Like you never you never judge another man's mustache or something like that when he's <laughs> like he's just yelling that about the felt mustache a lot like psycho yeah. gorman style like comedy bit for me yeah. like that yeah <laughs> it, that's like, definitely a fake mustache you never, yeah <laughs> you never question a man they're, they're so like the cops are the biggest idiots in the entire movie and it's actually fucking hysterical because it's like they it's this okay i what i'm confused about is this is another like I think Canadian movie that they're setting up and like like it's in the United States. Yeah, but this it's one so blatant. Canadian. It wasn't blatantly uh, Canadian like the Oak Room was. They were talking but, about Winnipeg and Moose Jaw. And yeah. Stuff, so, but but at the very end of the movie, they drive off in a car with Ontario license plates, <laughs> and it's the most Canadian thing ever. But uh, it's they're like because the one character. Uh, uh, Amber Goldvard plays Carrie. Is that her? That she's the one who's like the main girl, right? And yeah, she, I love uh, how yeah. everyone brings up her eyeliner. Like absolutely everyone brings it up. You're yeah. so tough, probably because of that eyeliner. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like the whole like '90s. It, like this is another movie in the '80s, but like it's that '90s like uh, like 
emo thing like this started in the like late 90s early 2000s like good charlotte and shit like that you know all the emo shit uh the my chemical romance and stuff like that but yeah she's like Oh, maybe she's like she has that kind of '80s punk vibe, right? Like with the leather jacket and I stuff loved like it. that. She was looking yeah. great, man. Yeah, she does. Um, but man, it's so like she plays like this character that has a lot that surprises you in the movie, and you're like, "Damn, she's she's like." There's just so many like well-written characters in this movie, and they just they just the nail- main character is just what he's wearing too, like. It's so you can tell he's just a a huge movie buff. It was such an eighties nostalgic yeah. look, straight from Back to the Future meets every shirt that I own underneath yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Like just a horror buff, right? It and was it was it a was co- yeah, it was a co- it was a cover for the magazine he writes for yeah. the vicious. The I know, vicious but it was fanatic, perfection. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me a lot of like I like creep show and like and like tales from the crypt and stuff like that like the old comic booky kind of things. Yeah. And he uh yeah, he he uh, he it's funny how like you're talking about how smart he thinks he is at the beginning of the movie cuz he's like he's selling that that movie like synopsis to that producer and then he goes home and he's like his the girl his roommate's out and he's like sitting there with a tape recorder and just like like plotting this movie and he's like like he's the smartest motherfucker in the world (laughs) he's like the rain comes down like acid and the white windshield wipers slash like knives and it's funny because when they play it back later on the movie like what was he trying to do with this (laughs) and just busting his these balls because he's so ridiculous uh, he's so insane too because it makes me laugh because he he's he, like at some point he's trying to explain all this shit to the cops and they're like yeah okay, okay more explain more and they're all just like this guy's a complete fucking crazy person honestly um, the the movie you just got a screener for sounds like the exact movie that the guy was making fun of in this movie sleep yeah. walk kill yeah <laughs> the, the, the the slow, the slow moving kill yeah, yeah. It's funny. Uh, we'll have to maybe we'll do that next week. I don't know. Um, I'm totally down, man. Yeah, I'm down too. We need we need to go back to Japanese movies, but we'll do that in a little bit. I it's funny because I was gonna. Uh, our, we our had buddy, it going uh, really good, a back and forth, back and yeah. forth. But to be honest, just yep. being chaotic is more my style too. So yeah, it's us, man. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because uh, uh, I was gonna do Tetsu the Iron Man, and then Totemly, and his his podcast is back up and running now called his called handle of scare um which just joined the the slash and cast podcast network high five yep high five they have a cool format where they do like a month of like fears of phobias in their movies and they're uh, they did they did a bunch of like they did four uh technology phobia movies and one the tetzel was one of the ones they did so i'm like eh, maybe at some point we'll go back to that one but like it sounds right up our alley. It sounds bonkers as shit, but so hell yeah, man. Um, man, I have to say it's it's funny. Like this movie does a, a thing that I always love in horror. They did a good. I uh, definitely want to see a tale of two sisters too. That's that's South Korean. We're going back to the South Korean uh, well, and I'm cool with that too. Yeah. Uh, uh, this movie does something that I am always a fan of when they do it well. A head crush. They do this head crush yeah. scene in this movie with a desk that's fucking gnarly. But it's um, so throwaway, too. Just wait one second. Wham! Yeah. Like, so fucking... It was like 
punk rock. I don't know. She's just yeah. so punk rock. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's dude. It's so good. And uh, like they they do a lot of cool stuff like with little things that aren't like they do a lot with a little in this movie, right? Like the the guy getting his uh, fingers chopped off at one point yep. is like a lot with a little. The the guy getting strangled with intestines a lot with a little. Um, yeah. They just do so much with like, and they they do something in this movie that I really enjoy, where they they hardly anything they do is like isn't for a reason, right? Like they have, they have the knife throwing scene that they call back to later on yeah. in the movie, uh, stuff like that. It's just like it's why they have so much attention to detail in this movie, and it's just like it's perfect, man. Because like like we talked about it, we talked about it, the Oak Room, they. They have the, they build they build this world and they do that again in this movie. They build a world where these serial killers are like everywhere across the country, and they they've met for this like self help like like what do they call it a regional retreat or something like that? <laughs> they called it in the movie. Um, and, and and there's a, a callback to another Canadian movie, uh, Random Acts of Violence. We got the like the face mask, yeah. the welder's mask like yep. thing as well used again as the like yep. killer's mask thing yeah which i love it it was funny because that is that's what i thought about and that was one of the more unique things with that movie and like i i wonder it because like they give that character the the michael myers jason Voorhees kind of just like a random like rage killing machine they gave him a they gave him i think that that was probably one of my like when the it's not even an issue but like I, I think that they could have made that that guy's outfit like a little cooler, but yeah, yeah. it wor- it worked right, and it did yeah, it, totally. like again, again a lot with a little ra- like you know, it's probably way it's easier to go down. Black Fawn, honestly, like if you know how to light a movie and you know what lenses to use, Black Fawn's yeah. whole package, the producing package, always yeah. looks so much better than so many other movies and that's how they get yeah. away with doing a lot with a little because it always lit so fucking well yeah. every scene and it just yeah. especially those bar scenes like they just they know how to add ambiance and like I, as you see you're looking at me with a whole bunch of blue lights behind me and like I can turn on other light I'm obsessed with lighting yeah. and getting it yeah. right and like adding to the aesthetic of a shot like photography yeah. wise you can do so fucking much with so little now and so cheap too with like yeah. RGB lights or just weird other lights that are sold on Amazon and shit and like yeah. add so much to a shot and they do it every fucking time. I, I notice it instantly. Fuck, this lighting is great. Like, yeah. It, and again, it was amazing in this. Well, dude, they're, there's the right, the the writing they, they use are, is always fucking fantastic too. Like with the Oak Room that like they, that movie was all sold on storytelling yeah. and this movie is all sold on these characters who are portraying these, like the stereotypes of these movie villains from the eighties specifically. Right. And so like they just write their fucking movies for exactly how the movie is going to be perfect for what they're aiming at. And they do such a good job with it. Um, the, like you said, the, like that, the directing, like they never like both these movies we've talked about, they don't like waste time with shots. They do like everything is timed perfectly in their, the cute, like it's funny, man, because like you go from like judge, like we talked about like 
we, again we're going off about Psycho Gorman again, but like the the directing chops. I of that will movie every is, day. <laughs> yeah, but it's the directing chops of that movie going from like the people who did that after the void like the void is a completely serious movie and it's the same kind of thing here like with with uh like this movie compared to like the the oak room you have a movie that is done where you have like a completely serious tone and then you come in in a more like you know not taking itself seriously but having a good time with a trope from the 80s kind of thing and just just running with it but just running with it so well um i like Every time I laugh at a horror movie because it's just it is generally funny and not because it's like oh my god this is ridiculous yeah, I, it yeah, just yeah. makes it, it makes me happy so it's like it's it was it was funny I was watching a uh, Twitter today and they they were people were posting gifts of a of a thing that WWE is doing where they have this like evil doll that's running around right now and they have the doll <laughs> they have a a doll winking at some point and I'm like. That is the worst thing I've ever seen, and they like they put this on television like it's like a, like it's scary, and it's just like oh, my oh, God, that's bro. something I watched actually. I watched uh, you can't kill David Arquette that documentary he did a couple. Oh, years ago. that was fucking great, by the way, dude. So, so that that thing is it's funny because the other side of that with Nick Gage, and Nick Gage is like the biggest, like one of the biggest, like like that dude has got blown up over the last like. Yes. six months because yeah. the they did a dark side of the ring about him and dude you want to talk about you want to talk about horror in real life that motherfucker runs around and chops people's heads up with like in real life with like with light tube things like which is where it goes on that david arquette yeah, yeah. documentary because like arquette freaked the fuck out and almost got stabbed died. in the jugular he, he did. almost died yeah, no he, he didn't died. die he no, almost no, no, died he yeah. almost died yeah yeah like he it was yeah, because like, they showed it in the documentary, and it was like, yeah, he was losing yeah, a yeah. fuck ton of blood. He and, he yeah. freaked the fuck out while it was happening, and yeah. he he got he out of the ring, in, and then yeah. was like, uh, got back in the ring, got pinned, and yeah. then left. I was like, yeah, he he freaked the fuck out, and it was like that dude is Nick Gage, man. You go watch the go watch the uh, the Dark Side Ring of uh, the Ring about that, which I think they're on YouTube, but they were on Hulu at some point. And go watch that thing about him. That dude is, man. It's funny, like, cause he's got this weird, like, he's got this weird vibe. But that motherfucker goes and puts in, and he does shit, shit in the wrestling ring, and you're like, like he just wrestled a, a transgender wrestle wrestler on Saturday night, and like put on a hell of a show, and it was like talking about he's like talking about transgender rights and stuff like that and he's like the dude is dope as fuck he's crazy and like he's not like he's not exactly the like he's a very blue collar individual is really what it comes down to but yeah that documentary is uh i need to watch that one because again i watched netflix man like i I was looking for it and i was like oh wait it's on netflix because like uh it came to um, the Calgary Underground Film Festival brought it to like a drive-in experience for during COVID, and I was like, yeah. "Oh, sick! Like, I want to go." And it sold out fucking like in half a second. I was like, "God damn it!" So I didn't know it was going to be on uh, Netflix so soon. So yeah, I was stoked to find it yeah. there. So yeah, go and check that yeah. out. It's it's worth the watch, man. Yeah, if you're interested at all in wrestling, especially because I Arquette, this is like. That that and him as being an actor, it's it's funny because now I want to. I I was hearing about that Val documentary about Val Kilmer that's going around now. 
Oh, I haven't uh, heard about it. Yeah, and so like I guess during Val Kilmer's career, he like records a lot of stuff. And uh, I don't know if you know, he had like throat cancer, and it's like he got he, he like recovered, and but like his voice is fucked up now. Oh um, shit! So so there's a whole documentary about with all this stuff that he shot personally, and then they had they had he didn't put it together, but he shot all this stuff, and then they had his uh, they had his son son like narrate narrated it uh, as I say narrated, um, <laughs> but. Uh, Sounds about right. English, <laughs> English is hard. English is hard, guys. Um, so Rob, that's what I'm not, is that your Rob, name, Rob? Rob, 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 Johnson. Are you saying Pan or Pam? <laughs> Goddamn, man. English is hard. I'm tired. I'm tired. Pan. Um, Pam? So, Pam? 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 You're not my supervisor! <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's another one that was out there along those lines. Uh, and yeah, it's uh, those those actors, it, th- those real personal things are always really interesting for me because like, especially when there's tragedy going in, there's a, there's a documentary about Steve Gleason who uh, was a football player who got famous for a, a very... A particular moment in a playoff game for the Saints, but years ago, and he came down with ALS. I think is what he got. Okay. And it just like you know how it like shuts down your body and everything like that. And it was just that documentary made me cry. But so it's all that st- stuff. So well, in the documentary, they talk about David Arquette. Like you know, he's typecast now because of Scream, and Scream yep. came out at the time. Like I just, it's the end all be all slasher genre of film for me just because of yep. when it came out like 96 yep. i believe or some 90 yeah yes, 96 96 and yep. like i was born in 85 so like what 11 12 years old something when it came out it was a perfect like just get you into horror age as yeah. well yeah. for like a brand new genre film to come out and like He's now been typecast, and he's crazy, too. And he went a little too all in on the wrestling thing. Then WWE gives him the fucking belt out of nowhere. WCW. just destroyed his career in WCW, any... WCW, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was WCW, right. Yeah. Uh, that was one of the, that was one of the last things that, like, put WCW over the... Uh, the uh the end of like oh fuck kind of things like that was the end of the Monday Night Wars of WCW well, versus he's WWF. Well, be in the next Scream movie too, so like it just okay. Know. Explain to me that movie is done, 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 and they're releasing it in January instead of October. Why? That movie needs to be pushed up and needs to be put out in fucking October, man. Why? Do they not want want to compete with fucking Halloween? Is that what is? I think they're putting it out at the same time as Halloween. No, they're not. It's coming out in January. Oh, twenty twenty two. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, uh, uh. It's because it's a big enough name. They think it can stand on its own. It's got a lot of big names in it, and who knows? It's even got like yeah. Dylan. What's his name from uh, that Netflix show that's big? The Suicide Movie? Or Suicide? 13 yeah, Reasons yeah, yeah. Why? Yeah, 13 yeah. Reasons. Yeah. Yeah. He, I di- never watched that show. Never will watch that show. Uh, like, I don't like shows. We got that, Don't like, Breathe 2 coming out, like, 
in a few weeks or something here too, right? Yeah, I need I need to rewatch that first one. I love it. My wife hasn't seen it, so I'm mean, probably get a copy of it and just go watch it with her because she has never seen it. That movie, man. And apparently, I- Stephen Lang read Avatar Five script and cried. Really? That's Damn. what I've read. A quote: "Don't yeah. breathe." He he couldn't breathe. Two. He had to cry. I don't fucking know. I was trying to go somewhere. <laughs> but <laughs> he read the Avatar 5 script, which is coming out in 2028. Come on. Suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> and then chop it off. Yeah, and then fucking chop it off. Jesus Christ. And then fucking chop it off. Okay, so basically, we're going to spoil it now, but like, yes. if That's you have shuttered- That's a perfect shutter- segue. We totally yeah. ADD'd away from the movie and talked about wrestling for a bit, chopping dicks yeah. off, and that's the perfect segue back to Vicious Fun, spoiler alert. Yeah, so go watch it. It's on Shudder, and if you don't have Shudder, get Shudder, because if you're listening to this, you obviously like horror, and Shudder is the fucking best. So yeah. get it, and listen, and uh, have a good time. So, we're not, I mean, there's not that <laughs> much to dive into, about, but there are specific moments I really would like to talk about where I kind of generally talked about. Um so this movie starts off with uh, we have a a character getting picked up like at an old like hotel, um, and it the the guy driving the car is super creepy and he has a bunch of like kitchen knives. It was kitchen knives in the back of his car, right? It's like an old like he Subaru was the creepiest looking of them all. He yeah. what, he was Frank or whatever they were waiting for the he was he, or Peter what's what his or name? Paul or something. Paul? I don't fucking oh, know. It was a uh, one whatever. Word. It, yeah, but he uh, he picks this girl up, and then like he locks the 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 fucking uh, doors once she gets in the car, and he's a predator, and he's like, oh, I got my prey now, and then she's like, she's got her, this is the girl that's got the switchblade, and she switchblades out, and then just Phil, fucking, it was Phil, yeah, Phil, yeah, it started with a P. We knew we got that much, but yeah, and uh, she fucking goes to ha- she goes ham on this guy. This is Carrie. The mouth, Carrie goes, the mouth knife is always a fucking gravy yeah. thing to me. I love it. It it <laughs> always it's always got that like really cool look and like you could do that thing where it's like you're just gagging into the the bottom of the mouth right yeah. and then you could just put something in the mouth and make it look like it's stabbing through. Um, it looks good and probably not easy, but like you can do it fairly easy easily, right? Um, um, and so then you go to our main character, uh, Evan Marsh plays Joel. And he's, we talked about it before. He's doing a, like, he's trying to do an interview for this magazine that he works for. It's called Vicious F- uh, Fanatic. Fanatic. And it's a horror magazine from the 80s, like, in the, the vein of, you know, like, Fangoria and stuff like that. And he's talking to this director, and this director does not give two shits until he starts telling, he's like, he's like giving him shit about all this, you know, doing the same thing over and over again. He's like, what would you be doing? And then this idiot tells him, like, a plot for his movie. Which later leads to the was it taxi driller taxi cab drill ta- yeah. taxi, taxi cab driller yeah it's driller wasn't it yeah yeah, I don't yeah. Know. and did you watch like, the mid credit scene no I I turn all these movies off and miss all the credit scenes because I always forget that they're like I don't know there was What's a mid credit scene with the the producer guy and he's just on the phone in his office and he it's him phoning his other like producers he's like i got the greatest idea and it's like <laughs> it's taxi cab driller and then he like blah, blah blah i'm back baby and then he hangs up the phone and goes like fucking asshole <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking great that's yeah. wonderful so good uh, 
Yeah, and, and this is where our main character, Joel, is like, he's got this idea that taxi cab killers are the perfect idea because nobody ever notices them or looks at them. Um, and he's like, yeah, that's a good idea. Um, so then he goes home and you, uh, he gets kicked out, basically, after he gives the guy his idea, which is, you go, you idiot. You just gave this this guy who has no morals, obviously. He's doing like sleazy horror movies in the 80s he's like sean s cunningham (laughs) and he he, uh goes home and you figure out he's like got this roommate this this pretty roommate that he's in love with but she just fucking walks all over this dude um she's out on a date and she comes home and he's like trying to be casual about everything and uh she comes home and he's like uh, she's like can i use the tv tonight we we want me my friend's coming over we wanted to watch what did she say they wanted to watch? Some 80s television show they wanted to watch. And, like, after this guy was trying to suggest, he's like, hey, I thought, I was thinking we could, like, you know, run a beta tape, like a beta, beta player. Get some, beta machine, yeah. Yeah, beta machine, get some movies, you know. And, you know, I could I could start, like, you know, fingering your asshole with my thumb. I mean, uh, <laughs> and, like, basically kicks him out. And when she kicks him out, the guy that she had come home with is uh, – is still there and he her friend came over to watch that television show with and he jumps in the back of the taxi that she came over in and says to follow the dude um so they they go to the middle of nowhere to this old chinese restaurant and this idiot joel joel i love you but you're an idiot he starts like recording his conversation with this guy because he wants to like this is the most like like you know you know when guys like fall in love with twitch streamers and stuff like that and like do it like oh i love you would you ever go out with me and like just the, the creepy this is the kind of shit that this dude is doing you know in like the mid 80s when twitch didn't exist um but he sits down with this dude that she was out with and uh he's like starts talking with him and like i it gets to the point where like the guy starts making fun of him because like the his roommate was talking about him yeah. to her to this the killer guy, the 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 dude, and uh, he basically implies that she blew him in his like his like car in the like in the right in front of their building, <laughs> and this guy I love it's it's this is Ari Millen is plays Bob, who is the best I probably he the got best to shine that, so much in this yeah yeah. He he's playing Christian Bale in American Psycho. That's all I could say. Like he's like a scumbag who like puts on all these personalities and everything like that in different personas. Um, and then he like he tells he tells uh, Joel he's gonna like get the, he's like this rounds on me. And then he leaves and he puts all, his whole tab <laughs> on Joel's thing. And I, I was sitting there. How much was this, was this motherfucker's bar tab? Because he's like sitting there and drank more than I've drank in like a week in my entire life. He's like gone through, he like tells the guy to leave the fucking bottle of whiskey at like at the bar. And he's just like, he's, he's drinking like, his with, sorrows away, man. Yeah. He's got the two martinis and he's like, like he's like swirling around. I love drinking how, martinis. I love how anytime it's like the whiskey or whatever, he's just drinking it. But anytime it's like the martini glass, he's like, and like spits yeah. it back in. It's, yeah. that was really funny. <laughs> I, I and then like yeah he's fucked up and then he goes and calls his roommate and he's like you know <laughs> and he, and like she she's like have you been drinking I was drinking fire like he's the whiskey he's a little like burns his throat and then like she's like I gonna come pick you up where are you at 
and then he like project vomit vomit like in these kind of movies fucks with me worse than like most other things and he like he projectile vomits on the fucking phone and it phone. looks fucking real <laughs> yeah and like how it like short circuits the phone which i'm like i I, I don't know how much I believe that would actually happen. Maybe we, I don't know where you get a payphone to vomit on to check if that well, would be the Canada, case. Well, this is Canada, so. <laughs> but it's not supposed to be Canada. Are you sure? Because the, well, it, Carrie's oh, yeah, supposed to be do. like a U.S. agent, something kind of like it. Yeah. And then, like, at one point, Bob plays an FBI agent. But, uh, oh, right. <laughs> yeah. And then, so Bob, like, do you have counties in Canada? Do you have counties? Or is it just like, What's a they talk about so like counties are like like little municipal like areas where like you have like you pay taxes for that county you play you have like sheriffs for that county and so like it's like no. just like local government that they can't mention counties in that too it so that's city. why that's yeah well that's or they have pro- different or province yeah yeah so anyways uh so then the Joel goes and passes out in a fucking like a janitor closet and when he wakes up he walks out and the building's locked down and he's there with dude david kochner is in this and if you don't know you know david kochner from things like he was an anchor man and he was oh, in yeah. a lot of the things with with uh like will ferrell and stuff like that uh he's hilarious he played, yeah he played the sports caster and anchor man he's done a whole lot of comedy um when I saw and, that he was in this, I was like, this is going to be fucking funny. Yeah. And it's funny. He's not in it very long. It's Obviously, you could t- they had him for like a day or two. Yeah. And he just nails all his lines because he's so fucking like good and professional. Um, but they basically walks into the, the serial killer, you know, anonymous meeting. And it's funny because it's like there's two chairs missing when he comes out. And so they're like, oh, this is Paul. Was it Paul we said? Or the, the, the guy that got killed at the beginning? Phil? Was it Paul? Phil, and so he has to take on the persona of Phil because if he doesn't, he's like, oh, fuck, I'm in trouble. So he goes off about his, you know, all these guys are, like, killing people. Like, uh, uh, David Kushner plays Zachary, and he's, like, kind of running the meeting. He does a... He's like a CIA assassin, basically. <laughs> and which is the funniest part about that is like, why are you going to serial killer anonymous meetings or whatever the fuck this is when you work for the government? That just just doesn't seem like it works very well. Um, but all these guys are killers. There's like a the the accountant clown guy. There's the uh, the the chick Carrie who like is very like punk rocky. They have the giant psycho Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees killer. Uh, they have the Japanese guy who kills people and then like eats their livers and shit like that or <laughs> kidneys. Um, and he, so Joel has to basically, he goes off and he's like, oh, I'm, I, I'm the taxi cab killer. And it works until Bob shows up, like when they're going to end this meeting. And he like, he basically calls bullshit because they, there's a, the line a little bit later on where Carrie tells him that he, Bob's got like a 180 IQ, which is like a fucking Sheldon level genius. Like that's how smart this dude is. Um, and he calls him out on his plan because he's like, well, yeah, you have to call in the dispatch. And he tries to like he tries to say he does it when he's off duty or like it's weird shit. And like, why do you have the taxi cab then? And so they all go after him and they end up him and Carrie end up getting locked in the kitchen. And at some point, like, bro, it's they all turn on they turn on Zachary, uh, David 
Koshner's character because he won't let them just kill him right away. And they they pretty gnarly, like the the big Jason Voorhees guy just like slams him with the or puts a like a stick, I don't know, or like a skewer or something through his neck. And then they they hit him in the eyeball with what do they hit him in the eyeball with? The, the is it the needle? The needle which yeah. the the needle They've they That's what, love the the they, eye the eye they gags. They did a in this lot of movie, eye man. gags in this one, yeah. Yeah, sure. there's like two of them, and it's just like, ugh, because eye gags are hard to watch, but they do a good job because they're also like they could be hokey if you don't do them right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so they kill they kill David Zachary's character Zachary, and when they do, Joel and Carrie go hide in the kitchen, and this is where they set up like. Carrie kind of tells him she works for some government agency where she's basically running around killing these serial killers. Um, and it's, it's a cool setup because it gives it that like the, she's the badass woman in this movie. And it's kind of like a final girl kind of role, but like not, it's like that. It's like that kind of thing where it's a final girl who like, is like got to be kick ass. And like, she's running around doing stuff like now after, um, and so they they basically they get attacked and the uh they figured out the dude from the beginning is in the freezer in there. Uh they uh the the clown dude gets his fingers chopped off by go trying to go in and then they take out the Asian guy. Uh Hideo is the assassin slash cannibal dude. Uh, they choke him out with intestines, which is pretty gnarly. I love that he comes in, and the first thing he does is like, hmm, let me, uh, uh, what the fuck? And yeah. he licks the intestine, and obviously yeah. it was in there like cold, dead. Yeah. yeah, cold and gross, so he yeah. likes his meat fresh. Dude, that mask, I was trying to, I was sitting there with my wife, who was watching part of this with me, and I'm like, I was trying to figure out how he wears that mask, because it's like the kabucha mask or something like that. Like, it just kind of sticks a- there. And anyway, I was wondering if he was like biting onto it or something like that, like a mouth guard or something like that. But the mask is fucking killer, man. It's really cool looking. Um, very Japanese, I think. I totally. Think. Um, so they take out Hideo's character, who's got who's running around like looking like he's like killing people with like these high quality steak knives, basically. What like what they are? That's what they look like, right? Like, am I crazy? Yeah. Uh, totally. Uh, yeah. Um, so after they take him out, they. Uh, uh, but Joel you are crazy. Po- <laughs> I am crazy. That's this is true. This is true. Joel ends up being an idiot and pulling the fire alarm. Uh, so the cops show up, and this is where like Bob is a genius once again. He goes outside with the like the remaining like what? There's like four of them left, three of them left, um, and he uh, he calls nine one one, and he's like, "That there's a crazy woman, and she, she pulled the fire alarm, and like completely." pins everything that just happened on uh on joel and and uh, carrie so cops show up they haul those two off to the jail and then this is where like carrie's like being the badass she is she, they're like what's her name uh jane doe <laughs> won't give him <them> anything <laughs> just types it out and doesn't even yeah. think yeah <laughs> the cops are such idiots in this movie <laughs> like and then joel's next like level fucking stupid yeah they, they go up i, I was trying to I said this one time, but I think we should like look back at the movies we did and try and come up with like a top ten list for weird trope things, like dumbest cops in movies yeah. and stuff. Like this is like close to top, if not top. Dumbest. I think I think they have to be the dumbest cops, either like that and like Psycho Gorman. Like the cops in Psycho Gorman were they're pretty really dumb. dumb but uh, no, uh, 
Thanksgiving one. Thanks killing. Thanks killing. I think the cops yeah. were the dumbest in that movie, probably. Yeah, probably, probably. <laughs> but they they did this intentionally in this movie because oh, well, no, they do it intentionally play, in yeah, everyone. Yeah, but that's yeah, what I yeah. love about the trope. It's so yeah. good. Yeah. And so basically, the, Joel's going off and trying to tell him the whole story. There, and there's like two cops who are like these badass, like hard ass cops. And then there's the idiot, idiot cop who, and they're all idiots, but the guy who's like reading the horror magazine and explaining the tropes and everything. Um, and Joel like ends up getting his phone call, calls his roommate and tries to tell her that Bob is a psycho. The one that she was like blue in the parking lot. Um, and they, they end up in jail in, in different cells and she had butts Joel to, to like, to get like a paper clip so she could get out. Um, Bob and his, the remaining two guy killers show up and just, it's the, these cops, man, are fucking insanely stupid, and I love it. So like the the two cops are in the Bob takes the two cops and puts them into a, like a, a like into the captain's office with them, and they're like like drinking scotch and like talking about these these people. Um, but the clown guy played by uh, Julian uh, Richings, his character's name is Fritz. He sneaks up onto this the the third cop and injects him with this uh, poison or this like paralyzing agent, right? Yeah. And he uh, he's it's cool because he got his fingers chopped off like during the uh, the Chinese restaurant scene. He was the one who lost his fingers, and so he's got like he kind of like it reminds me of like uh, the end of Chucky two. Where he turns his, he like sticks the knife into his, you know, hand, or because he lost his hand, and uh, but he puts he puts these the needle with his like paralyzing agent in it, and he stabs the cop in the in the neck, and then does the groovy, groovy fucking gnarly scene where he he fucking nails this giant like railroad spike into his fucking forehead. It's not a railroad sp- spike, but it's like a big old nail, and he just goes. Yeah. He puts it there and he's like, the guy can't do anything. And you see his eyes and you see the guy did a good, really good job of like being like, oh, fuck. And just he goes, go boom and drink. Like, I wish the only thing with that was I would have been like, oh, yeah, if you would have hit it a couple more times, it would have been even more gnarly. You know, like you just yeah, like yeah, yeah. P- pounded the nail in a couple more times. But they did like what they needed to. And it like he's bleeding all over the floor and, and Fritz drags the guy off. Um and then the lights go out, and one of the cops who was in with Bob goes to try to fix it, and then he gets fucking destroyed by the uh, by the Jason Voorhees kind of character. Robert Mal Mallet is plays Mike, who's like the big old the guy with the the welder's mask and everything. Motherfucker is huge, by the way. Is <laughs> like huge. Like he is a huge dude, and he. Uh, well, look at it now. He's also plays. He was a wrestler back in the eighties. Um, he destroyed. He kills the one cop, and then the Bob takes out the other cop by jamming two pencils in his like in each <laughs> ear hole, which is fucking gnarly, gnarly. Like it's, it just shows Bob like being the the like just does whatever he needs to do to kill. He doesn't like have like. Like everyone else in the movie is very like very, has their methods. Like uh, Mike, like ha- goes and kills like coeds out of you know summer camps and shit like that. Um, but yeah, it's he just stabs this guy in the ears with it to get like you know 
with two pencils kills him. So at this it. point, yeah, it's so good. Uh, the uh, the roommate shows up, but Joel had gone home because like basically Carrie was like, "You, this is too dangerous for you." Uh, and then, but then he realized what happened and comes back. So he goes in and he saves like so. Carrie goes in and like fucks up Mike, stabs him through the with a machete through his like uh, welding mask, which is pretty dope. Uh, she kicks his ass like he's just big and slow, right? And she takes him out. Uh, they they uh, he uh, uh, Fritz tries to stab uh, Carrie with the uh, the paralyzing agent needle, and this is when Joel gets back. And he warns her and stops, and he ends up getting like Carrie fucking paralyzes him with his own needle, and then he's on the ground, and she. This is where you talked about. Where she's like just drops the desk on his head, and is like, <laughs> "Here, wait a second, and just flops, and his head just gets like the corner of his head goes right in, like the corner of the desk goes right in, and just fucking annihilates his head. I always like a good head crushing scene as long as it, like it is done well, and they did this really well. Um, and all the gags in this like yeah like you said they did a lot with a little and like the pencils in the ear like that could be you know it's clever cutting but like it all feels more vicious and not like cheap or anything like that it just yeah they did a really good job with the pencils you just go and like you put them in like act like you hit them with like your hands on the side of your head right and then you just cut back to like them being pulled off and they're or you don't even have to do that you just cut put them in like prosthetics or whatever in the sides of his head and then you come back and he pulls it off and they're there in his head and it's a good kill um they uh so like carrie's like oh you came back and then bob comes out and he stabs carrie with her own like little knife um and they all like they'll run out and uh joel's carrying her out and bob runs after him after like what did joel hit him with something right he hit him with the phone he hit him with the phone he's like here's your phone call bitch or whatever here's your one call yeah wham (laughs) with the old 80s like brick phone and they run out and get in his roommate's car and then they hit bob with a car as they're running out um because bob like gets in front of him right um, and they all take Carrie to the hospital and Carrie's going to survive. And then they figure out like Bob's or Joel sees a bunch of blood and like follows the blood and it's Bob there trying to kill Carrie. Uh, because Carrie, like she has this whole notebook where she's like documenting all these serial killers she's taken out because her, she she's doesn't, Dexter. They don't, yeah, basically. Yeah. She, uh, she never, they, she kind of talks about it, but doesn't really go into it in too depth. She basically had, uh, she said someone that she was in love with or endeared her when she was a kid got taken out by a serial killer that she called what Mr. Midnight was his name I think yes. Mr. Midnight was Something the name like that, that they used yeah um so yeah that uh that uh she she's uh, Bob's trying to kill her comes uh Joel gets in there and stops stops him and basically wakes her up and then they beat the shit out of him with a a bedpan. They fucking go to town on Bob with a bedpan. Um, and then Carrie stabs uh, Bob like with his, he's got a scalpel and she uses his own hand and stabs him like 
hardcore. She's like prison shanking this motherfucker. She's like stab, 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 stab. Like she stabs him like like. I love how he gets the slow death too. Like uh, any like real main bad guy in a horror movie, they die the slowest. Yeah. Well, then but she stabs him like in the liver. Thirty times, and then she pulls the knife out and stabs him in the eye. And here's the second like eye gag in the movie, and they do the he like pulls it out and then pulls the eyeball out. <laughs> the eyeball, the eyeball didn't look great because you could tell like the the color like was just blue. But it, it's awesome anyways because of like they're not trying to make it look like a re- super realistic eyeball, right? No. Um, and they uh they go off and Joel goes off with uh with Carrie and she's like, Hey, you know, I could use a apprentice. So now Joel is gonna go and be a apprentice for Carrie. And they go into one more scene. Uh it's a little bit later, and Joel is wearing the most hideous Hawaiian shirt of all time. And they he goes in this movie theater and some guy's all nervous. He's like, uh, oh, we're closed. And he ends up being a like a serial killer type dude. And Carrie comes in and like axes him in like the side of the face and takes him out. Joel has this mustache that looks really bad on him, but I I, I, I like it. <laughs> um, I just wore okay. Oh wait, I gotta say a, a quick story about a, a fake mustache that I just wore on the weekend. My parents just got um uh this cottage on this lake, and yeah, they it there's like a whole bunch of different phases and like a bunch of people out there and stuff but every august apparently they do halloween in august because no one goes up in the winter because it's too cold and they do halloween at home and stuff right yeah. so august is halloween in august and the all the like different cottages and trailers and uh all that other stuff do like candy for kids but like more than half of them all had like shots and or something for adults too so oh no oh my <laughs> fucking god was it a gong show it was so fun and like we took the girls out i had some beers and like sh- freaking shots all over the place i'm like all right i had to start being like no i've already had too many shots i don't no more don't, no I more need, i don't need more shots <laughs> and you had a really bad mustache during this uh yeah like so i brought my michael myers costume and then my mom's like, oh, yeah, I got this Bluetooth speaker so you can put on some like creepy music when we're where we're handing out candy and stuff. So I put on my costume and the Mike Myers mask and then put on the Halloween theme and walked down the hallway and just destroyed both my daughter's lives. And I, I, <laughs> I wasn't allowed to wear it because, like, honestly, my two year old died and I've never seen her like she jumped out of her skin, ran uh, to uh, my mom. And, yeah, I didn't. She's she was still yelling at me, no mask, no mask to this day. So, yeah, I had to switch to uh, I don't know. They had some sort of uh, what are those guys that do the, the bowl things or whatever? You know, the guys I've... with the red things. I don't freaking know. Uh, like Spanish of... type stuff with the hat and uh, like a mariachi band, mariachi, like something Mar- like that. But... Maracas. No, but it kind of like that. Know. There was like a cool hat and there was a mustache yeah. and I don't know. Like I was just like, cool. But then, yeah, the mustache didn't fit and didn't stay on. <laughs> and it looked about as bad as the one in the movie. So, yeah, yeah. Came uh, full circle. <laughs> yeah. It, the best part is that the end when the, he's in the theater, like he gets back in the car and she's like, oh, you idiot. And he, he has to go back in and get the, the axe. 
and he also sees the movie poster for the taxi uh, the taxi cab uh, driller which is the idea he produced like he gave to that director at the beginning <laughs> producer which is funny because then the you talk about the drive-in theaters yeah, and, yeah oh i just love that it was at a drive-in theater too because yeah that was my pastime growing up man like that's like yeah. still to this day my favorite thing that i remember from being a kid was sneaking in like in greece like in the back under the blankets with my sisters oh it's just the two of us <laughs> we got that's all the candy so and shit Fuck that's yeah, so dude. funny yeah man this movie is so much fun it really is it's like it's like laugh out loud funny at times it's gory and brutal and it's got a good story and it just shows the love of horror and man i really really enjoy this movie and i think this movie is like like this movie is one of my favorite horror movies for the year. It really is. Like it's it's one of the ones that like I like I just enjoy. Like Black Fawn, man, you guys are fucking dope. This and this is another one that's just like you fucking do this this indie horror and you just fucking knock it out of the park and just like just make it such high quality and just do what you know is going to be awesome and you do a really good great job with it. So, this movie's fucking dope and uh I can't wait to awesome. see what they... Well, fuck. I can't wait for the next one. Written and directed by Psycho Gorman himself. Like, come on. I'm there. Yeah. I got my bells yeah. on already. I'll have my hunky yeah. boy tattoo probably by then. And <laughs> let's go. Dude, I, I've been thinking about my... Uh, my uh, Starting a second sleeve and like doing all horror stuff. And I would I'd definitely put some Psycho Gorman on there. Um, I got nothing but two horror sleeves, man. I know my first tat, my first sleeves all Japanese themed things, but like I love it. But man, it something makes sense. else. Yeah, it does. So we are here. Um. So yeah, I I don't know a hundred percent. I want to make sure that that movie works for both of us, so that that sleepwalk kill. Maybe we'll do that. I'll post on our Twitter in a couple of days what the we're screener? gonna do for sure. Yeah, I'm watching yeah. it right now. Is it work fine? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um. Okay, then let's do that. Let's do Sleepwalk Kill. How long is it? Um, it's an hour and 26 minutes. Okay, dope. Right it's just right. unlisted. If you have the link, you can watch it, right? So Yeah, it's yeah, when those the it's a private with link kind of thing, so. Yeah. We'll talk about that and it should be a good time. Um, and if anything goes wrong with that, we'll 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 figure something else out and then we'll put it on our Twitter, so. Cool. Cool. My wife's asking about the dogs. I'm like, nope. I only fed them toys. So, uh, I think that's it, man. I, it was it was good to be back just to me and the Josh. My my heterosex heterosexual life, mate. <laughs> God, I'm tired. Heterosexual. <laughs> uh, I love you, buddy. Um, yes. So next week we're doing a movie called Sleepwalk Kill. So it'll be interesting to do like, especially with a screener type thing. So that'll be cool. Um. Hey, and if you have screeners or you liked what you heard and you're still here and you have something that you would love for us to potentially take a look at, like Sleepwalk Hill, fucking send it to us because you know what? We might actually do it and it would be a fun yeah. time and we love indies this fucking much that we yeah. rub our dicks yeah. all over them. And yep. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, it, and that's... <laughs> And why I said maybe, because like I really you talked about it before. If like we watch this and I don't like it's not good, I don't want to sit here and shit on a movie for like ninety yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, for it, sure. It, so like it would be like if this movie is worth talking about, we'll do it. And I, I don't don't know, so I don't know much about it. All through Twitter. So here we are. So okay, Josh. 
Um, you are Josh WRB. Uh, your website is joshwrb.com. Holy we shit. We have Whoa. Um, we have our Discord, uh, discord.me slash murdermoose. And uh, rate us on iTunes and leave us a review if you can. It'd be fantastic. I think that's basically it, man. Is there anything else you want to go over before we get out of here? <laughs> that's about okay, it. Buddy. <laughs> well, I will see you next week. I love your face. Have a good one. And bye! bye!